0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Mama's Basement. I go by the name of Kevin Kryptonite and welcome to my podcast. So, yeah, uh, this is episode zero, I guess. I would have called it episode one, but seeing as this is not really officially what I would like for the podcast to be going forward. um, I mean that by saying normally I'm joined by Uh, Two other of my cast members, uh, really wonderful guys, Uh, LGZ Gamer, you can find him on YouTube, and Earthquaker Jr., you can also find him on YouTube. But yeah, they're they're part of my, my crew, and seeing as they're not here today, I think that I owe an episode to, you know, at least tell you what the vibe is, being the creator of this podcast maybe you should get to know me better first before you know you get into what everything else is going to be about so yeah man um i really want to thank everybody that is listening to this right now i know it sounds very janky it's very you know very much i guess a mama's basement podcast whatever that might be like but it's very ground roots not much high production just yet but i promise we will get there someday at least that's the dream that's the goal that's the vision so yeah um like i said i'm kevin kryptonite uh, you might have you know seen a link of mine or two or seven that i've sent you know regarding my youtube channel i do stuff relating to pop culture mostly gaming and yeah in a nutshell i'm a nerd you know i enjoy consuming that type of content it it really speaks to me and i think i've always kind of been interested in that type of stuff you know i'm a techie also at heart even though i'm not necessarily the like the type to, to want to let's say build a pc per se but i am interested in like uh keeping up on all the trends of new tech coming out cutting edge stuff uh, not necessarily that it's cutting edge but if you think about like vr i would be that I'm, I'm that kid that wants to be the first in line to try everything like throw me in i don't care if it's not good yet i just want to be there to experience all of that um i, I even go so far as knowing where that came from before they got to that process you know what i'm saying it gets it gets deep but that's just who i am at heart i remember uh well speaking about vr i remember uh, well i was doing a class presentation and we were meant to present as if you like you know a business manager or presenting a new idea for a firm or something like. And yeah, the idea could be basically whatever you wanted. So I went the tech route. And in my presentation, I went into talking about quote-unquote the first iteration of VR, which was Nintendo. They had a companion, you know, a piece of hardware that came with I want to say the first Nintendo, it came with, like, it was a package that came with, not came with, but it was part of a package that had robbed the robot. So it was like this, like, piece of plastic, you know, you put it over your face, it was bright red, and you could play, actually, you could play games in there that were in, quote-unquote, VR, but it was limited to things like, you know, a Pong, for instance, it was just very minimal graphics like 2d type of stuff i mean even 2d is pushing it but it was like very yeah yeah very ground level type of stuff but that was kind of the first iteration of vr and it was shelved for a very long time from that moment and we're talking about what at this point 90 93 94 when when that you know hardware piece of hardware came out and yeah years later now we have things like the Oculus rift uh the playstation vr of course you know um all of that stuff and it's exciting it's really exciting to think about like how far well, that tech stuff is gone but that's just kind of yeah you know the type of stuff i'm into so anyway let's you know slow us all down i said like uh i'm into gaming mostly that's that's my stick i really love gaming i i'm into the developers of of the games people who uh talk about it you know presses people like uh iga and kotaku all those news sites that you know uh present gaming in that type of way and that's somewhere that i kind of want to see myself If all of this works out, you know, to be a a reviewer of some sort or an influencer in that world. Um, But really where my interest for gaming started, I guess we can talk about the first console that I had. As far back as I can remember, the age, like age is going to really mess me around, but I remember like yeah yeah i do remember like my first sort of introduction to gaming was a pc yeah definitely i think it was a pc it was a packet bell i think this company eventually ended up being absorbed by ibm so that might be a name that you're more familiar with but my my dad bought this pc it was a packet bell and i was immediately like what is this big ass box you know what's inside let me touch all the things and out comes all these codes and my dad i think was the one that installed it well set it up basically but he also didn't have much of a clue we're talking about like mid to late 90s yeah mid to late 90s at this point uh early 2000s before pushing it so yeah computers weren't really I, well I guess at this point if, if you worked in an office you might have seen one but they weren't really like something that every household had at this point so that being said he really didn't also know what was going on we had to read manuals and all of that and so you know up he sets this, this he sets up this thing turns it on and I hear all these bells and whistles, all these sounds that are new to me at this point, and I get excited. Like, what's this new thing? Let me just—I want to press it. I want to touch everything. But you know, being a PC is expensive, especially at this time I'm in point. So my dad is very hesitant about—sorry, so sorry, hesitant about me touching it. And uh, yeah, so so he starts. Setting up an account, he goes in, and I'm standing there just sitting next to him through the whole process. Literally, I think it was like two hours of him just trying to set up all the programs that he needed for work. But the whole time, I'm just absorbing everything from like every mouse flick, you know, clicking, all of that, all the programs that he's going through. And eventually, my bedtime comes and I couldn't go to sleep. You can't give a kid that type of excitement and expect them to go to sleep. So the next day I wake up and that's all I'm thinking about is I want to try to navigate this piece of hardware by myself. Figure out what's going on. You know, okay, so cut two. eventually it's the weekend I'm allowed to use the PC and uh, I start messing around. So, you know, as a kid like that, you're attracted to whatever looks like a game. At least whatever looks colorful more colorful than anything else i was attracted to so the first game i think that i officially played was pinball like these old microsoft computers i guess from like yeah the 98 windows 98 type uh software operating systems had pinball on it and that was the first game i played and uh, i played it a lot it was it sucked i guess looking back but at the time that was You know, everything to me. Like watching the scores go up, hearing all those sounds. Like I said, seeing all the colors. I knew that this is entertainment. I enjoy this. This is where I want to be. And that's it. I didn't even mess around with all the other games that were clearly on the, the thing. I mean, obviously, most people might have played solitaire. I never played solitaire. Even to this day, I can't tell you how to play solitaire. I just didn't do it. Somebody tried to explain it to me years later, still I don't know what's going on with Sonic. So pinball, 3D pinball, I think it was called. That's that's where it was at. Um the next you know experience of gaming after that for me was the telegame station. Now I mean yeah, telegame station you probably have heard of. The one that we got, I guess you could call like the PS1 model, was this tower. It looked like, you know, a PC tower almost, but it was this, it was just a lot smaller. This box it had two buttons, start and reset. It had a flap where you put the cartridge in, you know, on the faceplate. And yeah, um, my dad got me that because he wanted me to stop messing with his PC while he got us that. So he wanted me to stop messing with these PCs, so he got us that. How he knew that, uh, you know what, I mean, he probably asked his colleagues, but how he knew that like there is a gaming station out there that you can buy your kids, I I would not know. But like I said, he probably asked his colleagues like, is there, you know, somewhere I can get my kids to stop messing with my PC. But yeah, he got us a telegame station. It came with a light gun. So, the default game that was programmed into the thing, even if you didn't have a cartridge at the time, was Duck Hunt. Because it came with a light gun, like I said. So, but I didn't know how to play it. I distinctly remember, like, not understanding that you needed to point the light gun at the screen to shoot. I was just, I held the light gun, I shot. Maybe, probably, I wasn't really good at it. But i kept looking at that freaking dog laughing at me the whole time and i knew like yeah this is not it i need something else uh and then we got our first cartridge and on it was excite bike super mario brothers uh i want to say ninja turtles yeah yeah ninja turtles was on there but yeah i stuck to super mario i think it also had pac-man on it but yeah like to super mario like might have been most people's introduction to gaming and yeah i loved it like you had this controller that had only two buttons a and b other or b and a and you know the directional buttons and that was it start and select as well on the controller like that's the extent of like the control and yeah I started playing Super Mario. Now, I wasn't any good at it, but I was determined. Like, I would, you know, bury lives into this game. I, I, I think the furthest I got, and I know this is a shame. I don't think I ever got to Bowser. Ever. Like, I've never like, I've never beaten Super Mario Bros. 1. Uh, the stage that I kept getting stuck at was the cloud stage. It's like there's no ground the whole platform of the game is just you jamming on these clouds until eventually you get to the flag i don't know what world that is i'm sure somebody might know but that's my extent of far. i got into that game eventually you know more cartridges started coming in i started trading with friends because now well, it's a time where you know like the telegram station is a thing people have it and uh, i got into contra I remember playing Contra. Contra was great. Best played with a friend. Like if you play Contra by yourself, you probably get really frustrated. If you play it with a friend, less frustrating because you know somebody like you could manage the amount of enemies. I don't think that game scaled with uh, whether or not you had a player two or not. I know later on other cartridges did that, but for Contra specifically. I don't think that they had difficulty scaling. At that point, the game was hard enough already, man. They only gave you so many lives, and you know, uh, yeah, it's just it was a bitch. It was a bitch. But yeah, contra I did end up beating. You know, surprise, I, I didn't beat Mario, but I beat contra. Uh, so yeah, so eventually, Tele Game Station it died, it got boring, and then we got the Famicom, now the Famicom is at least to people in SA what the Nintendo, the NES, you know, the Nintendo Entertainment System was to the States, Uh, the Famicom originally was uh, developed in Japan, so it is part of the Nintendo line, it just wasn't um uh, branded with the nintendo i guess ip but it was definitely a, a, a it was it was a nintendo product and it wasn't shipped in the states it was shipped internationally so the uk and all other regions including sa so that's what we got instead of the nes and yeah so the famicom came a different a host of so many other games but i don't quite remember that period of gaming i don't know why because soon after that what i remember was the ps1 and life just changed from that moment i think that's when i solidified myself as like you know i'll be 80 years old and this is what i want to do i still want to be playing video games Uh, because like now you're seeing things rendered in graphics that you didn't think possible ever you know, like you're starting to articulate characters on the screen and motions and directions that previously you couldn't. You know, you had... Uh, they So the PS1, I don't think the first controller didn't have joy pads, joysticks rather. It was still directional, but you had four face buttons. Uh, right, and then four uh, buttons at the back, you know, L1, R1. R1 also R2 but basically there was more motions of articulation that you could use characters could do more things you know PlayStation and the first game I played was Hercules but was rented like at this point my dad started to realize that this might be a scam because games started to get a bit pricey so the first game I got once we had the PS1 my dad didn't buy us a game right away. But I was fiending to get my hand on this piece of tech. So we went to a video store and we rented Hercules. Uh, at this time, you know, Hercules uh, was out in cinemas and all that. And uh, it was a great game. It was a really great game. But I do remember myself not knowing how to really operate this this game like which buttons do you use to attack uh can you run in this game it was a platformer you know it was a 2d scrolling platformer um but they were like things because at this time like if they were hidden mechanics you wouldn't really know until you figured it out yourself they weren't really tutorials to tell you how to do things you kind of just had to figure it out as you went on But eventually I did. I got good enough that I knew, okay, this is what I had to do. But when you only have three days over a weekend to do that, that's not enough really to play a game. So, yeah, the Monday, you had to give it back. And that was that. But the weekend came. And my pops decided to buy us our first game, which was WCW Wrestling. Yeah, now we're getting into, like, like 3d was a thing like so your character could move into the screen out the screen left right center nuts i guess yeah at this point then i knew uh i want i want to have everybody involved in this experience everybody has to be involved in this experience so i'd invite friends over we would play for hours you'd forget to eat all that good stuff um yeah so naturally as I got older uh, and new consoles came out, I started, you know, wanting to get the latest and greatest. And this is kind of where my love of PlayStation started. Now I I'm guessing Xbox was a thing at this point, but um I was privileged enough, you know, thanks to my parents that we could afford these these consoles, these gaming hardware. And uh not not many of my friends had them as well so you couldn't really talk about all this stuff not in the way that you could with the telegame station or the famicom you couldn't like play a game go back to school and then talk about your friends in terms of did you beat this level how did you do this how did you do that type thing it's more of a thing like you invite somebody over they come you jam you know that type of vibe but the ps1 stuck with us for a very long time because my dad wasn't about you know to get us the ps2 but that's when my love for playstation came because a friend of mine the ps2 and he kind of got it around he kind of got it around a year or so after launch and i would always be over at his house playing games like street fighter uh playing games like small soldiers that was a thing uh great games you know sleepovers were epic and yeah that's that's when i knew okay so we need to get a ps2 that's what's gonna happen next so eventually we did get the ps2 eventually i got a ps3 ps4 and now that's that's where i'm at right now now at this point of course i was aware of that xbox was a thing but my loyalty to playstation nobody could tell me anything about anything like playstation was where it was at all the games that you'd ever find there they would have defended the ends of the year and back final fantasy call of duty medal of honor uh pc gaming was still a thing. like i was definitely still into pc games but i didn't play them as much as consoles only because of convenience of being able to put in a disc and just play without having to worry about installs direct x all that nah, it's messy internet cafes i do remember internet cafes where like if you couldn't play at someone's house we would gather up some cash go to an internet cafe play medal of honor hours, 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 and hours, shooting your friends in the face, it was fun, it was great, great fun, but that's the kind of culture I grew up in, you know, being around net types, uh, LAN parties, uh, you know, consoles like that, so I did feel outside of the norm, you know, being uh, a black kid, liking this type of stuff, you don't really make friends with a lot of black kids if they're not into the same sort of stuff and that's kind of how the nerd in me started to grow because i knew that i love this stuff but i also knew that if i wanted to make more friends i might have to give it up and i chose that nah that's not i can't do that i, I would be betraying myself if i was to deny myself of the fun that i just i clearly am having with these things just so that i could be popular quote unquote and that's where the nerd came through, you know. Uh, obviously, the uh, the white kids were the ones playing these consoles. They, they were the ones who were more into this type of stuff. So I gravitated towards them. And you get called names, you know. You get called all sorts of names, you know, in high school. Growing up, like, in this type of stuff. But uh, I didn't mind it. Not so much, you know. I tried to stay true to myself, knowing that uh, there will be a day where it's okay to to like these sort of things and not be feeling as if like you're an outsider or an outcast or a black sheep. And lo and behold, now you can't turn a corner without somebody mentioning Marvel or DC or mentioning a specific comic book or youtube channels or having like influencers on twitter instagram like you know what i'm saying basically we've come a long way from that kid who had the family club. so that's that's what i'm about guys that's who i am and um moving forward you're gonna meet a lot more kids who are kind of like me you know black kids people of color who I into this type of stuff talking about movies series gaming and everything in between and I hope that you will join us and you will be part of this family because uh, you're not alone like I said you can come to us to hear about all the things that you like we will be talking about all the things that you like uh, you know even if it's not about like nerdy stuff we can just talk about whatever things that are happening in traditional media for instance and have fun doing it so i go by the name of kevin Kripp tonight. this is the mama's basement podcast and i thank you for listening until next time guys bye